Hey guys, it's Rebecca and Lily, and you're listening to Just Ghouly Things. Ooh. Hey, you guys! I did a little. <laughs> you did, that was good. Actually, that was like some uh, little Richard. Like that was very Ooh. angelic. <laughs> Wait, who was the one that um, he would like sing in the bathtub? <laughs> I don't know what show was on. It was like on oh, was it Keenan Thompson on no, all that? No, when he was French. No, not that one. It was like. Oh, I think it was James Brown. Or maybe it was Little Richard. I don't know. Someone was in a bathtub. I think it was like during Sesame Street. Okay. Anyway. Hi, guys. And welcome back to Jess Gooley Things. And we're your beautiful hosts, Rebecca and Lily. Hey. I'm just going to sing the whole episode. And- I was actually yawning. That's why, <laughs> that's why there was that little, like... That was very, I like how you covered that up. Yeah. But and then revealed it. And then- yes. And this is season two <laughs> of Just Cool Like Things. And season two wouldn't be possible without our boothangs. So shout out to you guys for making this possible. Yes. Um, so Lily, uh, we needed this little hiatus. I feel so pumped yes. and like ready to get started. I'm rejuvenated I'm ready and it's perfect because it's right before the holidays right before the new year so we're going to have some awesome content some awesome topics to talk about in season two um, so yeah if you guys have any suggestions for future Just Ghouly Things season two um, just email us at justghoulythingspodcast at gmail.com new season same email I like that thank you <laughs> thank you but um, yeah so This is a special episode, not only because it's the first episode of season two, but it is a special holiday episode. This is going to be released on the Sunday before Christmas. Actually, Sunday lands on the first day of Hanukkah, so happy Hanukkah to everyone that celebrates Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. I remember we had this bomb Hanukkah carol that we used to sing in elementary. Hava, Nagila, Hava, Nagila, Hava, Nagila, Hava, Nagila, Hava, Nagila, Hava, Nagila, you're good I'm at it. I'm not even Jewish. It's great. No, I, um, no, it was, it was this one and we did it all dramatic and we would like lower the lights and we'd go, come see the lights. Then we'd all clap and go eight days and nights. And we'd clap oh again. shit. I'm we feeling it. We go together for Hanukkah. Kill it. <laughs> but, oh my God. It's um, amazing. Yeah. I wish there were more though. We looked, we looked for, um. When we were looking for stories, we looked for Hanukkah stories too. Haunted Hanukkah, haunted Nothing. Hanukkah, and and uh, it's very inconvenient. Very, very, very inconvenient. Also, I mean, I mean, Kwanzaa isn't a religious holiday, but still, it would be nice to be inclusive with more winter holidays. But like, we tried, guys. We just want to let you know that we definitely were trying to be more open with the different holiday um, events that are going on this time of year, but. We only really could find Christmas-themed yeah. paranormal stuff. So, um, without further ado, I feel like we should get started in that. Let's do it. All right. So, I mean, who's going first? Um, I'll, you? I'll start first. Oh, yeah. This one's a short one, so we'll just get this one started. Let's do it. So, this one is labeled Haunted Christmas Doll. So... It begins, when I was three, my mom had gotten me a doll for Christmas. It had shoulder-length brunette hair, big black button eyes, and denim overalls with a floral undershirt. As soon as I saw the doll, I had felt that I had an immediate connection to it. Her name was Lizzie. 
That's just a scary name, Lizzie. Lizzie. Lizzie Borden. And I had fallen asleep on the couch with her in my arms. Throughout the entire night, even in my sleep, I had felt a heavy weight on me, so heavy that I wasn't able to move at all, so heavy that it was difficult, very hard to breathe. I had suddenly woken up in my bed to find a woman who looked exactly like my doll looming over me. (laughs) The only difference was that she had a devil-like look on her face, and in a blink of an eye, she was gone. I threw the doll away from me. And the only other dreams I had from then on that night were nightmares of that woman. It was like she was out to get me. Every year since then, on the same day each year, I have woken to find her looming over me, (gasps) her face getting more and more demonic each year, but disappearing with a blink of an eye. I don't like it. That's a horrible way to celebrate the holidays, just knowing that you're looking forward to seeing this demonic woman looming over you in the middle of the night. I want to know where this doll was from. I want to get I definitely need to know the history. From Reddit? It is from Reddit. Okay, so all our Redditors, track this story down, and we're going to get to the bottom of where this doll is from, because wherever it's from, it's not good. Yeah, and it needs to come back to where it came from because put uh, that thing back where it came from. Or oh, so help me, so help me. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> My singing that bad boots. And now Loki's running after boots. Holy oh, shit! There's a carnage a going. On. Hey, come on, guys. <laughs> okay, it this. The yelling stops, so either one of them's dead or... (laughs) One of them's dead or one of them realized that they're going to be dead. Yeah. All right. So speaking of animals... Ooh. Okay. So this story is called Christmas Doggo. Such a great title. Already amazing. I am so ready for this story. So actually, really quick, when I was um, reading our whole list of stories that we have in the document that Uh Rebecca and I put together... <laughs> oh my god! I think an animal fell down the stairs. <laughs> um, the word doggo is obviously bold and everything, but it was not too far from the word, the name Lizzie, and I read it as Lizzo. And I was like, who the fuck names their doll? Because I was reading the story and it said, uh, connection. You feel, feel cold it as hell. <laughs> <laughs> So this was a couple of days back when this happened, and it severely creeped me out. I talked to my therapist about it, and he suggested I write it out. So my next-door neighbor, who was a nice little old lady, had made cinnamon rolls as a thank you for me shoveling her sidewalk out. So sweet. See, it's sweet, but do you remember, was it, uh, it wasn't Jack and Jill, uh, Hansel and Gretel? (laughs) Right? That nice old lady in the house made a candy? They didn't make it out alive. I mean, clearly this person made it out alive because they posted on Reddit after, but damn. Maybe it there goes. Woo! Reddit from the dead it. Yes. Which is also a name of a previous episode of ours, if Go you would like to, like to check it out. Um, she said she kept seeing something in the snow, but I saw nothing. I thought nothing of it and moved on. So as I was walking up my front stairs, I could see my porch where the where we have this light-up Christmas dog. I walked in front of it, all normal. But as I'm on the side of the porch, I looked over, and its head was turned completely on its neck, and it was looking at me. I jumped back and let out a little cry. I shook my head and looked at it again. It was normal looking again. 
back facing the other way. I grabbed my mom, and she looked from the same angle and saw nothing. Later that night, I investigated the dog and found out its head is fixed and cannot turn the way I saw it. (laughs) I don't know what happened still, and I don't know if what my neighbor saw was related, but God knows that I am terrified of that dog now. (laughs) So uh, I have an edit here. It said, I was legit sitting on my couch scrolling through Reddit when I heard soft barking from downstairs. I thought it might have been one of the neighbor's dogs and thought nothing of it. About five minutes later, it was back and loud. It was back but louder, and it sounded like it was in the house. I went downstairs to find my parents looking around, confused, as apparently they heard it too. I asked if it was one of the neighbors, and they said it came from the front porch where the dog decoration was. Oh no. I want to know where this dog decoration came from. <laughs> because that ain't right. It that come from the right. same place as the spooky doll that yeah. haunts the Redditor's dreams. That's yeah, like some weird Christmas tree shop or something. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know. Yo, my grandma bought ranch dressing from the Christmas tree shop once. There's honestly, there is so many good things at the Christmas tree shop. If you guys have a Christmas tree shop near you, you need to check it out because they have some goodies there. They there really affordable do. Prices. Christmas tree shop, sponsor us. Yes, yeah, um, sponsor us. And Christmas actually tree have shop. like some good snacks. So I don't fully blame your Dude. grandma for getting the ranch dressing there. <laughs> I got these Peppa Pig shortbread cookies. You got Peppa Pig shortbread Yeah, they were like shaped like Peppa Pig for Kit. Oh my God, they were so good. Also, Peppa Pig is supposed to be seven feet tall. What? That's actually horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. A seven foot tall, like Australian pig. Then how old, then how tall is the mom? If Peppa Pig's seven foot. Oh God, like 10 feet, like a 10 foot tall pig. That's actually horrifying. And now it's a scary show. The more you know. Okay. Anyway, uh, uh, on to my story. The title is, Any Explanation to This? Grandpa Says Fairies. Oh, wait, that's yours. I'm going to mine. <laughs> mine says, Christmas Eve, and it wasn't Santa that had to come see me. Coming attractions. <laughs> Stay tuned. Have Stay to keep tuned. them on their feet. Okay. So this is, it's Christmas Eve 1990, and as a tradition, because the door to the attic was in my room, I always slept in my brother's room. Excited to see what Santa had brought me, I quickly went to sleep. In the middle of the night, the sound of the closet door in my brother's room opening woke me up, and as I opened my eyes, there stood a tall man dressed in dark-colored clothes Mm -hmm. just walking past me. Though I should have been scared out of my mind, I wasn't. I actually felt at ease and comfortable like I knew him, though this was... No, this was the only time I had ever seen him as he passed through the door leading out to my brother's room and onto the upstairs landing that connected our two rooms and a bathroom. I jumped up to follow him, but as I got to the landing, he was no longer there. I looked in the bathroom and in my room, but nothing was there. Then I heard something down the stairs, so I looked over to the balcony to the living room downstairs, but it was dark. Um... But I could make out the fact that our Santa's gifts had been delivered in the glow of the Christmas lights and figured I had almost caught Santa. So I got excited, woke my brother, and like two normal kids on Christmas, we ran downstairs and excitedly woke up mom and dad. It took a couple days before the memory of what had woke me up came back to me and took years before I ever told anyone about it. 
One day, me and my mom just so happened to be talking about ghosts and things like that when I told her about the story of that Christmas Eve in 1990. And as I described the man to her, she smiled and showed me this really old black and white photo of a man standing next to a horse and plow. It was the man I had seen. And turns out, everyone in the family had seen him but hadn't told me because I was so young, they didn't want to scare me. The man in the picture was, in fact, my mom's granddad. He'd passed away before me or my brother had ever been born. My first experience of the paranormal, and it was family, which explains why I was never scared. Here I am, 36 years old, some 28 years years later, and I can still remember that night like it was last night. Holy shit. I love it. it. It's kind of like like the grandfather is like trying to say... Uh, well, the great grandfather for him or her was trying to say like "Merry Christmas" and just dropping by to oh show some God. Christmas love. And that reminds me. They said dark clothing, right? Mm-hmm. That reminds me of a while back when I said that it's always a woman in a white dress, probably because it was a light colored dress and photography was black and white. Well then, and then we right. Mm-hmm. I like that connection for sure. If you guys I didn't listen to season one, you should probably listen to season one. I don't remember what episode we talked about that in, but it was I one of the earlier it. episodes. There was also a, a a boo thing of ours. Also said it's possible um, that their belief was that it might take more energy to manifest brighter colors. Yeah, yeah. So between those two, but again, we have either we but the Isn't that crazy though now that I'm like really thinking about this? You never see someone in a lime green tank top or something. No. I have a lime green tank top. All right. So you have to promise that when I when, when you I die, oh. you have to wear your lime green tank top so yeah. that we can debunk this theory of yes, whether or absolutely. not absolutely there you go. You heard it here, folks. Yeah. When I when it's my time, even if care. Instagram still isn't a thing, you will hear about it and check Instagram because <laughs> there's going to be a picture of lime green tank top. I don't care if you died 103 years old and you have to squeeze yourself into those tank top. You're wearing it. I don't <laughs> care. just hold it next to me. <laughs> here you go. Hey, remember this? <laughs> this is happening, people. All right. So, sorry, Lily, but I stole your title, but you can reread it anyway. <laughs> okay. This one is, in case you forgot, any explanation to this? Grandpa says fairies. I am so excited about this. <laughs> I feel like we haven't talked about fairies, and I feel like that'd be a really cool topic to like explore on, because I feel like there's so many experiences with fairies. You know, I haven't heard many fairy stories, but some of you might have some, and if you do have some, you should email us at justghoulythingspodcast at gmail.com. That was so smooth. It was. That was a smooth intro. We okay. need to do like the ASMR where we talk like this and then everyone gets <laughs> satisfied by it. <laughs> okay. So this uh, says, I don't know where else to put this. Um, so I don't know which subreddit, that, what subreddit this was Well, this on. is under paranormal. Okay. So um, this one says that um, it was also posted on the uh, subreddit for just r slash ghost stories. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been posted twice. So if you've seen this before, that's where that's where it was. So it says, before I start, unlike what's perceived in the West, 
We here in the East have a completely different opinion about fairies. Our legends also speak quite differently than what's portrayed in Hollywood movies. One such belief is that if a person sees a fairy, which is an extremely beautiful and pure making of God, the person is, a, is bound to have good luck. But if the fairy catches him or her watching her, then the person is doomed or killed on the spot. Yeah, I didn't know that. Okay, maybe I don't want to see fairies. Okay. Yeah, this is news to me. Yeah. I'm staying with my grandparents during Christmas right now, and my grandfather is a businessman who deals with silk. This requires him to travel to the city quite often to make his sales, and quite often he gets home late. No one usually waits up for him, and he has dinner before he returns home because he has a spare key. Last night, as usual, we went to sleep at around 10 p.m. Grandpa was not home yet. We didn't realize that he'd forgotten his spare key. It was raining like crazy, and apparently he came home at around 2 a.m. Everyone was asleep, and he knocked. No one heard his knocks, and the rain was pounding. So that's understandable. Yeah. <laughs> he waited for a while and lit a cigarette and just looked up at the sky and when he saw something he'd never seen before. In the obviously dark sky, there seemed to be huge white figures with wings just soaring. There were around four to five of them. And there, were some, there was some sort of smoke around them, but he could make out a human form with wings. This obviously freaked him out and he banged at the door harder. It woke me up, and it real. And it woke me up. I realized it was him, and opened the door. He was wet and looked pretty weird. It's okay. My grandpa looked too. Looked weird too. <laughs> I was literally while you were telling the story. I know. I know. He's been... passed out. So you guys will see the behind the scenes footage of this story. Sorry. Yes. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Anyways, so back to weird looking grandpas, which is <laughs> which is very relatable. Although not, I honestly. I feel bad. I was supposed to see my grandfather and my mom's dad for Thanksgiving, and I didn't get to. So shout out to Grandpa. Hey! He doesn't listen to this. If he <laughs> listened to this, he would just lose all faith in his granddaughter. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Okay. Grandpa. Back to grandpas. Um, I, I, I was too sleepy to ask him anything, and I just went back to sleep. This morning, he told us the story that he's hell, and he is hell bent on fairies. He told us that his father had seen similar creatures and their fairies, and he'd seen the same thing. He won't accept any other explanation, and he and he has a counter explanation to everything we say, which makes which makes even more sense. Our family has had paranormal experiences in the past, but this is the first of its kind. Huh. That sounds like such a grandparent thing. They always are so stubborn. Yeah. Like, nope, I saw fairies. Nope, no I know I've nope. been on this earth three times as long as you. Makes me think of uh, Mr. Crocker. Oh, fairies! <laughs> Very odd <hot> parents. <laughs> like twitches every time. Very odd parents. Do you remember? Do you remember when? Um, so Rebecca and I met doing a theater production like six years ago. Six years ago, more like. <laughs> Seven, Seven oh god, something a zillion years ago, and there was a character in the show named Mr. Cocker. Yeah, not Mr. Crocker, like the like fairy the- godparents. It was Mr. Cocker. I remember. Yeah. Oh my god. And then I remember everyone would just like make fun of the names. We were like five years old, and we were super immature. Like no, Cocker. <laughs> you're so 
Chicago. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, no, that is such a grandfather story. Like, listen, you won't believe what I just saw. Why don't you believe what I just saw? Right? Like, yeah. that's the that's essentially the dialogue. Do you know that that like in in that show, I had to kiss Jerry. That was one of my first kisses ever. No way. Yeah. I was a sophomore first in high kiss school. Was a theater yeah. kiss. Yeah. I think mine was too, actually. My first kiss was with a gay guy. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Uh, it sounds about I, accurate for me. Yeah, sounds... I wouldn't, <laughs> it, 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 I wouldn't have wanted it any other way. <laughs> In true Rebecca style. <laughs> All right, your turn. Okay. So, my next story is titled, A Wholesome Christmas Experience. Which we can use. Oh, yes. Yes, we can. So this is this is a bit long of a detailed experience. This last holiday season, I had been spending quite some time at my grandparents' house. My grandpa, grandma and I drifted apart a few years prior, but we got really close last year. She always decks the house out with Christmas stuff, but couldn't last year because of health issues and ailments. So I offered to spend a good week putting up every single bauble and ornament she had. Oh, that's sweet. I'd like to say here that my grandma and her mother, my great-grandmother, were really close. They spent hours, days, weeks putting together Christmas for the family, and it was something very special that they shared. I'd like to say here that my grandma and her mother, um, oh, I'm sorry, almost all of my grandma's Christmas items were handmade. And with that being said, my grandma spent a lot of time telling me about her mother. I never really got to meet her due to a family feud, but she sounded really lovely. Sometimes my grandma would say that she thought her mother would come to visit sometimes because she would smell cooking in the kitchen when nobody was there. (laughs) Sometimes cigarette smoke, her mother was a smoker, when nobody but her was home. Plus, my grandparents don't smoke, so there was no explanation to that. I found this really interesting and quite endearing, but I'm not sure I really put too much thought into it. One day, after putting the last couple ornaments on the tree, I stood back to admire the lights and ornaments. They were all handmade by my grandmother and her mother. I suddenly felt a cool breeze on my neck. And then, this is going to sound really weird, felt a presence right next to me. In my mind's eye, I saw my great-grandmother standing next to me. Now, I just want to say that the way that they explain this Mm -hmm. of saying, in my mind's eye, that's the exact way that I had been seeing the guy in the trench coat. Yeah. In my experience, but I never really knew how to explain it. But yeah, mind's eye. Like, it's not that you physically see it, but in your head, you can picture someone there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, go to one of our earlier episodes, season one of Just Goalie Things. Do we ever post that? Yes, earlier. Yeah, early in the. And you could see on Instagram, like, I drew a picture of him, whatever. Okay, Okay, sorry. Um, I was just frozen and kind of weirded out by this experience. I saw exactly what she was wearing, a pink sweater, and she was also looking at the tree. I honestly felt like I was standing there frozen for a long time when I started to smell something. Even though I maybe met my grandmother three times in my life, I somehow knew it was the smell of her perfume. I really started to freak out here, mostly with excitement. Mm -hmm. I thought it was going crazy. I had to go get my grandma so she could experience this. (laughs) I knew this was meant for her. So I ran as fast as I could out to the garage to get my grandma. I was running and jumping over boxes and tubs of Christmas decorations, which I'm sure looked pretty weird. I found my grandma in the depths of the garage, digging out even more decorations. Quite out of breath, I managed to say, Grandma, come quick. You got to see this. So she and I found our way back to the Christmas tree, and I said, So do you smell anything? (laughs) She paused for a second, looking down in contemplation. After a second, she looked up at me with tears in her eyes. She said, It's my mother's perfume. Oh, 
That's so sweet. I'm crying. Who cut onions in this room? Yes, who's getting onions? She had to sit down after this. She spent the rest of the day crying and telling me stories about her mother. She told me that every year for Christmas, before her father died, he would buy her mother a very small but expensive bottle of perfume every year. Somehow, she would make it last until the following year. This continued until her father passed. I've never seen my grandmother cry like this before. It was happy yet sad type of crying. Melancholy tears of times passed. Slowly but surely, the perfume had wafted through the house, lingering in the living room where we were sitting, until it finally just faded away. I almost think it was her mother's presence comforting her while she was sad. I'd be lying if I said that the situation hadn't touched me as well. That night, I lay in bed thinking of the day's events. I drifted off to sleep eventually, but was awake and scared. I could feel that something was in my room, and, I was, and it was freaking me out. I immediately started to pray over and over. I'm not super religious, but I was asking God to get rid of all the bad things in my room. Spirits, ghosts, whatever. It didn't seem to work. I was still feeling scared. So I prayed that he remove all spirits from my room, good or bad. I laid there, barely even breathing because I was so scared. Suddenly, I felt a hand touch my foot. It flattened the blanket and everything. My eyes shot open and my anxiety skyrocketed. But I kind of felt peaceful after this. It was almost like someone was leaving the room and gave me a pat as they left. I will always wonder if it was my great grandmother. That's such a nice story. Sweet. Yeah. And I think that, you know, during this time of year, you know, even though it's a beautiful time of year where you're supposed to be close with family and you're supposed to be, you know, feeling super thankful and it's supposed to be a really joyous holiday. It can also be very depressing for people because this also does bring up times of loss of, yeah. you know, years going by where you don't see certain family members anymore, yeah. whether it's family feuds or people passing. Or um, it's like always your first Christmas without someone. Yes, Right, exactly. every Christmas is going to be the first Christmas first of something. With, yeah. And I think that, you know, it's, it's really hard. And, I, and, you know, uh, when I was younger, holidays, especially Christmas, was huge in my family. Mm-hmm. And my grandmother always... Decked out her house. I always knew I'd always get any gifts that I wanted from my grandmother. <laughs> yeah. Just having everyone together. I always remember looking forward. And it just always felt Christmassy, even like a month before Christmas. Yeah. Then, yeah, that's my house. Yeah. That's my house. And then I felt like as I got older, like right now, I don't feel like it's Christmas. Like I don't feel that's like it's coming around. a lot lately. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, like there are like in my complex, there are people that decorate a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like... I feel like it's kind of like just the holiday spirit. Like I feel like it's not really as present. It's it's not the same. Yeah. Because I I, I live like I live in a town like a complex too, uh-huh. and it's the same thing. Like people put up and like like we do too. We have lights. We have wreaths. Yeah. And you know little lawns. You know like yeah. like we have. I'm not about to identify my house, but um you know and yeah, there tell are us other people. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but I grew up. Yeah, in, like, a small town, and people had, like, the big inflatable snowmen or, you know, like, dangling icicles on their porches and everything. Mm -hmm. And, like, you just don't have that in these complexes, and it's just, it's not the same. Yeah, and I also just feel like, I mean, like, look, not everyone celebrates Christmas, but I feel like even people that, like, may celebrate different holidays, like, I just feel like... Celebrating winter. Yeah, like, putting up snowmen and stuff like that. Like, I just feel like not a lot of people do that anymore. So I definitely, like, when I have my own house or I have my own front yard, like, I definitely want to be one of those extra people that people specifically (laughs) drive down your road to see your decorations. I always looked forward to that growing up. Yeah. So, yeah. But, and then, like, you think about 
like my grandma has passed away since then. My grandfather, yeah. Yeah. Um, my grandmother's boyfriend, because they had gone divorced. Um, you know, he's like, this is the first Christmas he's not around. So that's okay. really hard. Um, you know, so it's just like sometimes it's, it's beautiful because you get to spend time with family, but then it also reminds you of maybe who's not there. And that's yeah, always and like that's really like hard. a bittersweet kind of. I remember my first. Um, I'm 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 really lucky because well, I mean, also my my one of my grandfathers was married three times, so I, I have a couple of okay. You know, there there was like take three of you know yeah. wives. Third one was no good. Uh, <laughs> the third and final wife was not. Uh, they had a real. They had like a really nice house, but like she made me and my brother play in the laundry room. <laughs> Yeah. That sounds like a torture chamber. It was awful. You know those things? Okay, you guys. You guys know those things, and they make memes about it, that those door stoppers that are springs, and, like, you, like, press them, and they go, boy, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what we were allowed to touch. That's what we played with. That's amazing. It was me and my brother. They'd be like, we're going to Grandpa's house. We'd go, okay. And they'd be like, see you in two hours. And they'd close us in there, like fucking Matilda or something. It was awful. We had our own special table, also known the kids. And you know, like family events, there's always the kids' table. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's more like, get out of my way. I'm trying to forget you're here. So yeah. So I'm just going to isolate you. But, but with this one, it wasn't, you know, we're talking about adult events. We want you to have your own kids' table. It was, your kids, you take attention away from me. Go sit at the kitchen counter. <gasps> evil. I know. She was all, we actually don't say her name. We call her the Voldemort. Evil. We Voldemort. Yes, that's Voldemort. That's what I'm talking You've heard about her, right? Yes. I love it. What an awful woman. And I can say anything I want because I haven't spoken to her in like 20 years. So she isn't listening to this. And if she is, take that. <laughs> And you probably shouldn't listen further to this podcast. All right. Okay. So, uh, Lily, what is your next story? So this one is called E. So it, I don't know if this is a typo. If it was to say V. <laughs> I just forgot to put the T-H. V Ohio Screecher. <laughs> so it says, <laughs> so um, it says, hi, all. I'm an Australian, but I have family in the States. Can For- you say Can you say this whole story in an Australian accent? Hi, all. I'm an Australian, but I have family in the States. <laughs> that actually cool. wasn't bad. That was British. <laughs> Four years ago, December 2015. I'm going to do, like, super, like, like um, what's the guy's name in Mary Steve Poppins? Irwin. <laughs> Steve Irwin. <laughs> Crikey, my sister, husband, <laughs> welcome, Jordan and I were driving back to our house from a movie. We were pulling into a driveway when we had a pitch screech and I'm sorry, you got to start back in English. It's like, <laughs> no, I'm going to, I'm going to. I just got carried away. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> my head is going to explode. What I was, I was channeling Outback Steakhouse commercials. <laughs> that guy's definitely not really Australian. He'll be like, succulent sirloin. And we're like, Tim, you're from Milwaukee. Stop. <laughs> we are definitely losing all of our Australian listeners. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, listen, it's not our, f- don't blame us. Blame Outback Steakhouse. Definitely. So the Ohio Screecher. I'm an Australian. Hi, all. I'm an Australian, but I have family in the States. Four years ago, December 2015, I was in Ohio for Christmas staying with my sister. My sister, her husband, we'll call him Jordan, and I were driving back to her house from a movie, and we were pulling into her driveway when we heard a high-pitched screeching sound come from outside, away from the car. Assuming it was a bat or something. Do they have bats in Ohio? (laughs) 
<laughs> like, they have bats in Ohio. Like, I, I really, I truly thought like I bats, didn't... like, they just, they, they start flying around, then all of a sudden they reach the Ohio state line, they're like, oh, no, fuck, oh, we gotta turn the fuck back! Like, yeah, I thought I knew the Midwest, but clearly I don't know it as well as I thought I did. Okay. Uh, screeching sound. Uh, screeching sound. Assuming it was a bat or something, we all got out thinking nothing of it, but then we heard it again. It was around the time the sun was setting, but the noise was too low to the ground to be a bat. It sounded like it was coming from pretty close by. Now, the noise wasn't unbearably loud or anything, but it was uncomfortably high-pitched, like higher than anything I've ever heard. So, by this point, we're all out of the car. We hear it, like, one more time before Jordan goes over to the house, to the side of the house, where he thinks the noise is coming from. He kicks some bricks around, picks up a couple of tiles before we see it. Please understand, the following description may be slightly inaccurate as it has been four years, but I swear that what I saw was actually there. Both my sister and her husband saw the same thing. It was vaguely humanoid. It was only about two to three feet tall, stark naked, bipedal, meaning it had two feet, running away from Jordan towards us. Oh, shit. That's terrifying. That you know what I'm picturing so right horrifying. now? I'm picturing that little guy from Anastasia. Oh. I give her a ha! I and was a of, I was thinking of Dobby. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, something like that. Something of that sort. So, so it starts, so now this thing starts running towards them. Um, so, uh, its head was massive compared to its body and semi- Translucent, so you could see big veins all over it. Oh my god! It had beady black eyes, and I didn't. Uh, I just. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just. I'm picturing this, and I. I, I can't stop. Now I'm picturing Dobby. I, yeah. No, I can't unsee it. Didn't it's get it. <laughs> didn't get a chance to see if it had any genitalia. Appro- upon approaching us, my sister screamed. I instinctively jumped back, and it changed course and ran onto the road. It ran behind the house across the road, let out another screech, and that was the last we saw of it. Jordan called the police when we got inside. They didn't believe us. All three of us remembered the event quite vividly. As Has anybody from, ar- from around Ohio seen anything similar? Edit. It had been suggested that I might have seen a baby owl. <laughs> to address this, I looked up various images of vi- and videos of various baby owl species, and I can quite confidently say the thing that I saw does not match in appearance or behavior. That's not to totally rule it out as an option. It has been four years after all. I'll contact my sister and see if she has a different opinion. But at this point in time, I don't think a baby owl is a match. That is not a baby owl. A baby owl is not two to three feet tall running. (laughs) Okay, we just need to see something for a second. Okay, you're in the pitch black. You see this naked thing that you don't know. Okay, let's just point out. The first thing I'm not looking at when I see something like this is what its genitalia is. Okay. So that's one I thing. I would just to see, just to see. What? what to, to see what? To narrow it down. You know what I mean? To know, is it a male Dobby or a female Dobby? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> okay, we're not going to get to, I, I had a really, I, I'm just gross. But anyway, <laughs> but I, I just can't, if I were to see that, I literally would want to soccer kick that thing Oh my god, that's horrifying! And then the fact 
they ran behind someone's house. Okay, I'm sorry. If this was a, actually a baby owl, there is a difference. You wouldn't get so scared to the point you call the police. I feel like you would know the difference. Yo, I'm not going to lie. I'd chase after it. I'd be like, let's go see what it is. Because you're, I'm crazy. You're, you're those white people in the scary movies that goes towards the scary thing. If where it was running was a shed full of axes, I would not chase after it. You know okay. what I mean? Like, if what I saw that's, was a serial killer, but, like... I, that's where the lines cross? But, yeah, but I'm, yeah, but I'm like, picturing, like, two to three foot semi-translucent. I mean, yeah, like a humanoid. I'm picturing... You're picturing Dobby, which sounds accurate. Yeah. I'm picturing uh, the bat thing, Rasputin's little sidekick from Anastasia. <laughs> so we're on a similar page. Yeah. Okay. Okay, and I, I, th- I think I think it's Dobby. You know, and right. we and we do have boothangs all over. If any Ohio boothangs or any Midwestern or anyone in general has seen anything like this, let us know and email us at justschoolythingspodcast@gmail.com. But seriously, that's yes. Yeah, I'm 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 really I'm gonna go home and delve into this. Yes, and I, I find this very. Interesting. I'm gonna be hitting that reload page to see if there's another edit. <laughs> Like, constantly. I don't know the last time he posted, so maybe he's posted something since. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, if it, if there was an edit, it would b- be below the first edit. Yeah. And there I, hasn't been one since the edit saying it could have been this, but it wasn't. So yeah. It was a goblin. 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 Okay. My next story is Google Mini goes off by itself. <laughs> Hi there. I wanted to share some experiences that my boyfriend and myself have had in his home over the past year since last Christmas. He was gifted a Google Home Mini. The Google likes to go off by itself at random times and unprovoked. Kind of like what happens here when we sometimes record. Oh my God. Horrifying. It will start playing songs on its own without being asked. The most scary incident of it playing music randomly was one night after 1 a.m. and it started playing Ozzy Osbourne, Mr. Crowley, which if I'm not mistaken, is a song about Alistair Crowley, who's an occultist. (laughs) Neither my boyfriend or myself have ever asked Google to play Ozzy. We both listen to country. One time, his barn door shut by itself in the middle of the night after he heard very loud knocking on what he assumed was his front door. This was around 3 a.m. The witching hour. He got out of bed to answer the door and freaked out when he noticed the barn door had somehow been completely shut, which is impossible to do on its own. We also hear it knocking on walls, normally what seems to be coming from the kitchen area. I was chased out of the house early this Saturday morning by three loud knocks on the wall, and I was the only one home at the time. The most recent one that convinced me that something is going on there... Sunday night, we were in bed, and Google started playing the alarm again in the living room. We got up and told her to stop, and she replied with, I'm sorry, but I'm not connected to Wi-Fi. Please check my settings in the app. Well, she had been working fine two hours earlier when we were streaming music, so we went to bed a little freaked out, namely because she she decided to sell off an alarm at 12.30 a.m. And secondly, when we said Google stop, she told us she was currently offline, even though his router was powered on and we had Wi-Fi on my phone. So a few hours later, David leaves for work at 4.55 a.m. I'm laying in bed awake because he had just left. So I hear this chiming noise in the living room, like Google was trying to power up. 
And then for the first time ever, I heard this really deep guttural male voice say something. I couldn't make out what it said because it was so quick and unexpected, but oh wow, it was loud and obviously coming from the living room. It scared me so bad, I immediately started crying and threw my clothes on and drove to my own house to get ready for work. (sighs) Has anyone else ever had issues with Google Mini going off by itself? Yes, girl. Or an Alexa. (laughs) And yes, we've gotten into the habit of asking Google before we go to bed if any alarms are set. One time she told us that we had three alarms set and they were all for various times in the middle of the night, which would make no sense. So we make sure now that there are not any alarms set before we go to bed. Please share with me any similar experiences. It will help us feel less scared. Thank you. So, girl, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Lily and I have had experiences Relatable. with my Google, uh, my Google Home. Has that ever happened when we, we, we weren't recording? Do no. You? Only when we are Only telling ghost stories? Yeah, and you know what? This may be something for people that have had this experience. I would check this. Depends on like when you set it up, if you've paid attention to, to the setup uh, options. Sometimes Google will, and this is what I try to avoid, is when I'm setting up anything Google, it gives you an option to only reply back to if you say, hey, G-O-O-G-L-E. I don't mm-hmm. want to set it off. But yeah. um, then that's when it'll respond. But default option is if you just ask a question out loud and you have your Google set up, it'll automatically answer. So uh, you can set it up so it'll only reply back to you if you say, hey, G-O-O-G-L-E. Yeah. So if you didn't set it up that way, sometimes if you're asking a question and you're saying something, it'll automatically like, What's answer. it going to be like later today? And, and it'll, then it'll answer. Okay. So that is a possible option. Um, but the reason why I purposely put it so you have to say, hey, you know, yeah. is because... I, like, I mean, I'm not super into conspiracy theories, like, seriously, but I do think that, you know, they are, li- like, there is programs that are listening. listening. I mean, the FBI agent thing is not too far-fetched, in my opinion. <laughs> so I don't, you know, I don't like the fact that something's listening to me all the time. It's crazy enough that when I'm talking to, like, I, the other day, Mike and I were driving, and I'm looking into cars for next year. I'm looking to get a new car. And we passed by this really nice little SUV. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so cute. And he was like, oh, that's a cool car. But there's a new Infiniti out that's really nice that I think you'd like. Didn't think anything of it. I, like, a few minutes later, gone to my Instagram just scrolling. And that car, the Infiniti car, came up as an ad on my phone. I hadn't Googled it. We were talking about it. Like, how else? I think if you have the app open, like, if it's... Like, Instagram open, you're saying? Yeah. Your mic is on. When you, I mean, like, reading the, ter- like, my brother is such a nerd and such a conspiracy theorist. I love him dearly. <laughs> like, I do. Does he listen and to a podcast? like, um, he does sometimes, actually. Hi. Hey, Nick. What's up? <laughs> but, no, but, and honestly, like, he's been really, he's, he's been really, like, he's been a lot nicer to me lately. <laughs> but the truth is that. When, he, you know, the terms and conditions say they can kind of tap into your mic whenever you want. Because all you say is, yeah, you can use my microphone. And we don't read the 90 pages of terms and conditions. My brother does. does my he? brother he's refused. Smart. Well, I mean, like, he does sometimes every now and Like, if it's something he's really unfamiliar with, he will read it. Like, he, I asked him. He has your dad's I don't know, lawyer jeans. Do you know, yes. Pretty much. Do you know, and, and just his own cynicism. So do you know that, you remember that app, Covet Fashion? I've heard of it, but I don't. I am 
so addicted to it. I actually had to stop playing because I spent, I would be like at work like playing. Oh, Um, yeah, I remember, okay. Yeah, so I tried to get my brother to download it. One week we were on a family vacation and I said, if you download it, you can use your daily money to buy something and I'll borrow it from your closet. That way I don't lose the money. And he was like, okay, sure. And he said, Lil, you know this app wants to use your location. And I was like, what? No, it, it doesn't. And the truth is that they do, they do local, leader, local leaderboards. Hmm. So you can check in and say, what, you know, in a five-mile radius, what user the ha- has the top score? Okay. But since that's not something I do, I didn't know. But he told me that. That's so crazy. Yeah, but like I, I still used it for a while, and then I stopped using it. Well, do you for remember other reasons that like earlier this year they had that um, they had that app where you can make yourself look older. Yes, and, and the government there, was watching. Yeah, like, Sorry, like the I Russian just government. Rebecca's arm. <laughs> okay. right now. Um, but like the Russian government and like yeah, yeah. and it, I just deleted that right away. I was like, nope. Yeah, I have something called patience where I'm just gonna wait a couple of decades and then I'll see how I'll look when I'm sixty. But I was, I had to go on. I was just very curious of how I looked, and then I tried to make Loki look older, and it didn't work. Now the Russians know what your dog looks like. You're not gonna take my doggo. He's like, what? Someone taking me? Someone said doggo? But anyway, um, but yeah, so, and then, um, I mean, I just, that stuff, now, did you hear there's like, um, you know, with Nest and Ring, which are those like home security yeah. things, that, you know, people sometimes put it in their children's bedrooms kind of as like a baby monitor. Yeah. And people have been, yeah. hackers have been like tapping in and talking to the kids, pretending they're Santa Claus. And like, oh, you have permission to mess real? up your room? Yeah, there, there was literally on the news, you saw the video of the girl and she's like, who are you? And she's looking up the It's the not thing. like World News Daily Report. No, no, it was like it's on real? like NBC. Like it was, yeah. yeah and the, in the thing, they're like, uh, he's like, it's Santa Claus. Of course you, I'm giving you permission to bash your TV and this and that. Yo. It's so messed up. Here's the thing. What, uh, baby mom. So my, when my little cousin, I call them my little cousins. One of them is like 15 now. Like how insane is that? No, I still consider no him like little. my baby cousin. My baby cousin who's now 18, 19 <laughs> has fucking tattoos. Like all like uh, starting a no! sleeve. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, you are not, not right. allowed tattoos. You, you have homework to do. It's crazy. You have a spelling test tomorrow, Timmy. Anyways, so... When I forget which one of my cousins was born, but um, it was either the first one or one of his brothers was born. His the houses houses here, especially here, are really close together because it's yeah. so densely packed here and everything. Um, and my aunt's neighbor had a baby around the same time, and they both had the baby's rooms were bordering the walls. Mm-hmm. And the wires got crossed. And my, the neighbor's baby was napping. Uh-huh. And she was, and the mom was like in the kitchen, like making herself lunch or just watching TV. Yeah. And she took the little screen and like looked to check on her baby. And it was my cousin. And she was like, someone swapped my baby out for the neighbors. So she like, she ran upstairs. She grabbed the phone. She was going to call the police. And I know, Loki, me, right? I was scared too. And it turned out that the waves... That's insane. The, like, you know, internet, um, the power line, like, whatever, got crossed. That's crazy. And the images got flipped. So, uh, wow. But, like, the right baby was in the right room, but it, just, it, it looked wrong. Yeah. That's messed up. And she's like, I've never been so scared. 
and the next day she was like, Jen, I thought your baby was in my room. It was in my house the I other day. Your not gonna baby lie. was in my room. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, Lily, do you want to end today's episode with your last story? Loki, what do you want? I want treats. Okay. So this one is called My Friend's Ghost Letting Me Know He's All Right. This one already sounds sweet. It says, I've been hesitant to share this story because it's really personal, but it's changed the way I view the world, and I think it's a beautiful story. Two years ago, on Christmas Eve, a friend of mine died in a car accident. His sister was driving with him to their dad's house. The parents are divorced, and he hit an, and they hit an ice patch, slid, and got hit by an oncoming car. His sister was seriously injured and has since made a full recovery, but he passed away. Oh. This absolutely ruined me, and I had to go to therapy for a while. About six months later, I started hearing a metal chiming sort of noise when I would lay in bed at night. I thought it was coming from my brother's room right next to mine. Our rooms share a wall, if that makes sense. It does. Don't worry. Um, Because he's a swimmer, and he has a ton of metals he hung on a shelf with pegs. I thought somehow his fan or something was making them hit each other, so I went to his room, but they were totally still. Mind Mm. you, it's like 1 a.m. when this happened, and he was totally asleep. This continued for months, at least three times a week. One second. My computer just scrolled for no reason. It's haunted. (laughs) (laughs) At night, around 1 to 3 in the morning, I'd hear chiming, go into his room, or check around mine, and could never find out where it was coming from. I'm embarrassed to say that it was beginning to scare me. Don't be embarrassed. I don't know what... And that's why we have, like, this podcast. Because you have people like this that are having these experiences. Absolutely. And they feel like they're crazy. And they feel like they can't talk to anybody. But that's why we started this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So people that are listeners that... You know, this is definitely still a taboo topic to people. So, you know, you guys can listen to us, hear other people's paranormal stories, and then when you send them in to our email at justgoldingthingspodcast at gmail.com, you could talk to us about your experiences. And, you know, if you're comfortable with it, we could share it on our page so other people can, you know, talk about this discussion as well. So, um, yeah. So don't yeah. feel, don't, don't feel, feel crazy. Alone. Don't feel embarrassed. Don't feel alone. Definitely. And, um, I mean, I mean, clearly this this author isn't alone because of the title saying that he met a ghost. So, let's see. Sorry, I lost my place. I eventually, um, I'm embarrassed to say it was beginning to scare me. I eventually decided to buy a sage bundle and sage the house. I felt crazy doing it. Don't feel crazy! Um, it's embarrassing to admit it's embarrassing to admit that I did do it, but it totally worked. You're right, Rebecca. This is this is why we do this. Mm-hmm. Um, our shenanigans actually have positive payoffs sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> the chiming completely stopped for months and never came back. I recently told the story to a very religious and spiritual friend, and she told me that good spirits will never try to scare you, and it was possibly my friend who passed trying to let me know he was well. After this, I felt bad for saging the house and being scared. I decided to say something like, Hey, I know you were the one making the bell sounds, and I'm not scared anymore. I'd love to see another side from you. And they started up again. Oh, Ah, you got the goosebumps. I have goosebumps. (laughs) All right, I'm taking a picture before they go away. They're pretty much gone, but that's okay. No, I still see it. I still see the little goosies. Oh, my God. 
They came back. I could never. If they came back, I'd be like, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm trying not to get my arm hair in there. <laughs> um, every now and then when I'm laying in bed about to fall asleep, I'll hear a few isolated chimes. They're gentle and sound like a quiet bell. I always smile and feel at peace, and I love hearing it. And I love hearing it. Ghosts and spirits are often portrayed as bad and scary things, but I don't feel that way. It's honestly helped me heal a lot from his loss. I know I sound like a nut job, which Aww. you don't. You do not. We can't stress that enough. Yeah. I truly believe it's his spirit letting me know he's all right. Honestly, I believe that too. Mm-hmm. Especially the on and off, right? Oh, the starting yeah. and stopping. And then this one also has an edit. It says, I'm not sure if anyone will see this since it's been a while since I posted it. We saw it. Um, but recently a family member of my friend posted a video of his resting place they decorated for Christmas. I've never been able to visit due to it being far away from me. In the background of the video, you can hear wind chimes. (gasps) Ah! Goosebumps, I got goosebumps. Oh God. I feel like I'm going to (laughs) cry. The family put up on a tree near him. It sounds exactly like the chiming sound I've heard. Not sure if anyone will believe me, but I am totally shocked. I've never been to his resting place nor seen or heard a video from there, but I am blown away. Wow. Wow. That's such a powerful last story. That's a good way to end it. Oh, my gosh. But, um, yeah. So that is the conclusion of... Season two, episode one, our holiday special episode. Um, Again, happy holidays to everyone out there that celebrates. Um, And we'll probably, yeah, we'll have a, we'll have another episode before the new year. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so let's just go through our social media, right? Ah, All right. Oh, how I missed this. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right. I'm going to quiz you. All right. Instagram. Just Ghoulie Things Podcast. Twitter. I had to think about it. JGT Podcast. Facebook like page, Just Ghoulie Things Podcast. Facebook private group, Just Ghoulie Things Podcast. You can donate to our Patreon, Just Ghoulie Things Podcast, which we're going to be posting back on that for season two a lot more. Whoop, whoop. And if you have or someone you know has a paranormal story that you'd like to share with us, you can email us at Just Ghoulie Things Podcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. We are so excited for season two. We have a lot of cool stuff coming your way. A lot of different games, a lot of different content ideas, um, some possible sponsorships in the near future. So, and um, some other things that we're working on currently that hopefully for the new year kind of all pans out the way we want them to. So, um, I'm going to stop mumbling. <laughs> Again, happy we holidays. We just don't want to leave. I know, I know. I'm so happy. That, I'm so happy that we started this up again. It's Me so too. Good. Oh, I All missed right. it. All right, guys, have a good one, and we will talk to Boo later. Goodbye. Goodbye.